Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction, and free shipping, and that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements, featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com acast, and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com acast. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Acton Mill. You join us just as the uh, remembrance ceremony is about to take place at Norwich City, Carroll Road. I'm with Harry Warren. Um, Afternoon. Army, Air Force, certainly uniforms. I can't see any. No, there is a naval uniform at the back there. Uh, Reeves just laid in the centre spot. It is, of course, 100 years since the armistice, 1918, um, First World War. Been a number of ceremonies at various games, and today's one. Here at Norwich, uh, involves reps from both both clubs as well as the, the free armed service, as, as what he said. Norwich City is delighted to welcome special guests Pip and Alan Harrison as our community heroes. Brothers Pip and Alan, who are 103 and 96 years old respectively, joined the Royal Navy during the Second World War and are now celebrating a combined age of 200 years. Wow. As a signalman on several Russian Arctic convoys and the main commission to serve in the Indian Ocean of Ceylon. There's some uh, big screen to our 12 boys, veterans of the Second World War, Western Bay, say. Where he could serve as signalman and assisted in the landing of the Canadian forces in the Normandy landing on Juno Beach on D Day. Wow. There are also fellow Canary fans. Both obviously very frail, over by the, play, the players' tunnel. Applause from all around the ground. I don't need to tell you from the mill section too. Uh, they're up there on a big screen, being uh, assisted by one of their uh, relations or carer. There we go. Fantastic. They put the match ball on the plinth, as is the, uh, the modern way. Excellent applause around Carlow Road Stadium, business. Talking to Harry about the, uh, is it called the Elverdon Memorial, Harry? It's yeah, like, a, it's like right. a Nelson's Column. Yeah, it's the second largest uh, war memorial in Britain. I saw it on the, on the car, I've driven up here before, I've come up by train previously, I've never seen it, but it's akin to a Nelson's Column, minus Nelson, obviously, on top, it's like a, a, a vase or an urn. Yeah, yeah, it's, um, it's to commemorate the, uh, the young men of, um, and women, I suppose, of the First World War, um, from the three sort of boroughs it meets, yeah. it's like on the boundary line, but it was for originally for the, uh, I think it was the Lord of the Manor type thing, yeah. his son. So, um, on the A11, it's a really striking memorial, if you've never driven it, it's actually worth driving it just to see it. Yeah, yeah, it's, it's, it's quite something. Yeah, it is. There come the two teams after we have dear listeners. Today's new team, or Lions, are Ben Amos in goal, backline of McLaughlin, Hutchinson, Cooper, and Murray Wallace. Midfield, therefore, will be Ryan Leonard and uh, Sean Williams. On the wing, Jed Wallace and Shane Ferguson. Up front will be 
Tom Elliott starting today. Mike Bradshaw on the bench, Harry. Bradshaw's injured, apparently, according to the RL snout that is Lucas Ball. Injured. Today, football remembers as we join clubs, communities across the country to mark 100 years since the end of the First World War. We pay our respects to those that have given their lives in the service of their country and thanks to those that continue to serve in our armed forces, some of whom join us here today. We would also like to take this opportunity to show our solidarity with our friends at Leicester City after the recent tragic event at the King Power Stadium. Please join us now and be upstanding for two minutes of silence, which will start and end on the referee's whistle. During the silence, the last post will be played by Eddie Baker. Two minutes silence. A long while to keep quiet in a crowd of, it looks like about 30,000 in here today. But very well observed, I think. Nicely done by Norwich City. Ladies and gentlemen, broadcasting from beautiful South Bermondsey, this is Achtung Millwall.
to business. It seems incidental given what we've just um, remembered, but there we are. That's the nature of the of the game today, dear listeners. We're up against it, I think, today. We'll either get stuffed or we'll win. Yeah. <laughs> in, in true Mill style. It'll be the Lions kicking off to attack the Woodford's Brewery end. Uh, we're on the side, so we're kind of looking from the, uh, uh, the side stands. I believe it's called the South Stand. Lions in all dark blue today. Knights to see all 22 wearing a poppy. Yes. Including Germans, actually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. In all fairness. Game's underway. Norwich Manor is uh, Daniel Farquhar. I think he worked with Jurgen Klopp at Yellow Wall. Yeah, uh, that rings a bell from last season. And then they got thumped 4-0 whilst, didn't they? Great play for Norwich. Go ball for it. Finds a 25 inside the Mill Penalty area. He checked and it's hoofed clear in the, in the event by, by Murray Wallace. Have I developed a Murray Wallace fixation, dear? This is I call Jordan, Jordan Wallace, Murray Wallace, Jed Wallace. Am I becoming fixated on the idea of Murray Wallace? And maybe I should seek help if so. Some very disparaging comments after last week's flop at uh, Griffin Park. The uh, dressing room was locked after the game for uh, harsh words from Neil Harris. So we're looking for a better uh, enlivening performance. A shot from the edge of the penalty by Tom Elliott. That's high over the bar. Coming towards three minutes, dear listeners. Tell Elliot to shoot from outside the box again, Millwall. Please, no. It's a fucking waste. <laughs> it would have been a good point after touchdown in American football. Let's put it that way. Fucking, that's the only place he looks fucking dangerous as an NFL player. Nice take and turn by Lee Gregory. Beautiful, actually. So he's coached that way. It's a nice ball forwards. This is George Wallace running cross field rather than toward goal. He's, he's taken the sting out. They had. No, he, he kind of went cross-field there. It was a little moment. It's controlled by Hutchinson, but collected in the event there by Ben Amos, coming to the edge of his penalty area. A little point of trivia for all you kit, kit fanatics out there. Um, ben Amos today wearing a green goalkeeper's jersey, but with um, team shorts and socks on. Normally they have their own kit, don't they? Goalkeeper have like an all-green number or an all-luminous shape. But here comes Bill on the... On the, on the uh, Wallace on the left side little ball in towards Elliot he can't quite make it first and it runs away to Norwich yeah so old school for Ben Amos I like to see that old school old school goalkeepers turn out all he wants there is a flat pack some nice tackles in midfield they're, they're not, they're, they've been obstructed a couple of times as a break e.g. there there's Ryan Lennon the ball nice, nice idea trying to find Jed Wallace the 12 cut out of that ball that would have been a brilliant ball through for Jed Wallace there I think, I think Harry Wallace has got more of a footballing brain than Tom Elliott, attackingly, and he's a fucking centre-half. It's a very flat atmosphere inside the stadium. There's a, um, the home fans are near silent. Uh, obviously, the Lions have a little to, to rise to the occasion to at the moment, anyway. A goal might change it. What a pass. I think Norwich is probably too nice a place, dear listeners. I, the drive-in through the, uh, the kind of East Anglian countryside was absolutely gorgeous. I'm talking about the... Um, War Memorial, um, but the countryside in the, in the golden kind of autumnal shades was fantastic. It is too nice a place. It's not like an aggressive place. The ball in from the right by Jed Wallace. He done well to keep that in. This is one that does brilliantly. McLaughlin from the right side. Now he's trying to find Tom Elliott on, on 13 minutes. That's a corner shot from the Gregory. Three bounds off of the yellow shirt for a left-sided corner. Dear listeners. 
offside corner. In finds Ryan Leonard free. Why didn't you chest that? You had time. He had time to take on his chest, but he had, opted to head it. But uh, it's gone for a throw in about halfway inside the Norwich half. Williams brave him with his head where the boots are flying. Wins a free kick for the Lions on the just short of the halfway line in, inside the Norwich half. 23 minutes looming. Something different. I think we just lump it down the middle here, Harry. Don't you think? I mean, there's two men we could aim at. Mix it, mix it up a bit. Yeah, well, hang on. No, no, the third one of the three we could aim at is coming. We've got uh, Hutchinson and that Cooper and obviously Tom Elliott forwards. It's chipped on the angle towards Cooper. He gets a free header back into the mix. Yes! Oh, yeah. Yeah. basic goals you can concede in professional football. He's a Dutchman, he's used to, um, you know, uh, the, the greats, the Johan Cruyffs of the world. To be fair, I think it was a foul by Archie in the build-up, but I'm not... Let's <laughs> not dwell on that. Yeah, yeah, 24 not. minutes. I'm not sure about the taste of that song. <laughs> you should no. never ever bet on Millwall. We, I mean, we've got a long way to go this worry, time. it's going to happen again. Oh. There's a kick-off. Stewart's discussing throwing this over there. Slackness in midfield there gives Norwich a chance to break forwards. This is the 25 from the edge of the penalty area. Straight into another uh, tackle. Um, Lions defence holding firm so far, eh? Yeah, the, the two centre midfielders are doing a really good job, but to be fair. Uh, Williams is, is back to himself and... and Leonard looks better every time I watch him at sort of learning how we play. But, um, Jeb Wallace, please don't play side foot passes in your own half. You are a flare player. Please stay up. And stay with a flare. Certainly, there is a lot of replica shirts knocking around there as well. Anyone in a replica shirt over the age of about 15, other than when playing with sports, should be looked into immediately. There's a lot. There's a few kind of nostalgic 80s throwback shirts I saw outside that are really there. Kind of splatter, like, like you've been puked up. I mean, it's all yellow, green, and white. What have you been eating? Dial, perhaps a yellow dial. Elliot's gone for a, a long ball, missed it entirely, but it's now landed badly. Stay down. Thirty minutes. Straight out the, uh, straight out, and Neil Warnock. If you've got head injury, pretend it's even if it doesn't look like one. Pretend it is. I think he's landed heavily there. A lot of credit. I think they were the breather. It's not as bad as first thought, Harry. I think, I think you, might, you might have been right, mate. Yep. At six mil players went nice. to have a drink. I'm not giving too much credit. I'm too nice. I've been told I'm too nice. You need life. to go. You need to uh, go to the shit house re eleven club. He's a fantastic player. He's building a rapport with a crowd, Tom. Isn't it? A, a strange Hello. kind of anti anti hero, <laughs> isn't he? Someone getting a cape. And, uh, there's a, there's a special place in Mill Hart for the truly useless, <laughs> but you love them nevertheless. They give you everything, you know. Yeah, he's I mean, the new Jimmy Abdu. <laughs> Song. That song was being sung when I first started going in 1972. A little flick header from Tom Elliott. He's, he's roughed up the defender. I think he would have been in to score. Yeah. Switch are beating Reading in the worst teams I've seen this season, Derby. <laughs> <laughs> Here 
Hutchinson beaten by the fly of the ball there, gives a free header to Norwich. Uh, I believe he's a centre half. Straight on target, but tipped over by Ben Amos. Here goes the second corner. Then it comes again. He's punched there. That's decisive. Nicely done. Ball over the top finds Lee Gregory on the, on the left side. It's uh, 35 minutes over by the left side corner flag. Works a nice free kick. Gets, gets pushed into free kick on the left side. The Dark Arts, the Satanic Masters of Calvon Road sorting that. Uh, to be fair, I know Elliot's doing well, but this is a game for Morrison winning free kicks and so Yeah, at some stage. Also, also, he's got the whole Norwich thing, hasn't he? Yeah, yeah, the management, the game management. Game management, your favourite. Oh, I hate that phrase, but I'll, I'll take it when it wins a game for us. Right, coming in for uh, All the big men are in the box, dear listeners. 36 minutes showing on the stadium clock. I think Cooper Far Post looks favourite. Hutchinson's next to him. Elliot's there. Runs off the front post. It's, it's brilliant. It's a fucking brilliant idea. Here it comes. It's oh. almost to Sean Williams. He almost catches it. That's going to run clear. Norwich on the break. Physic physically manhandled out of the game there by Colin McLaughlin, who gets a yellow for the team. Murray Wallace, Wallace. apologies. Murray Wallace takes one for the team. Like a lot of grounds, you get bored stiff coming here every week. Aren't you? Fuck me, not off. Quite a nice style about them, but it's never got a nice style. It's a nice football ground, it's a nice place actually, but um, it doesn't have that kind of um, grim kind of fire in the belly that you get down Zampa Road in this. Here comes Jed on the break. I think he's running into trouble. A little, a little bit too far there. Pushed them all the way back to the the six inside own penalty, but I think Norwich will bring it out on 37 minutes. They very skillful on the ball, wouldn't they? They yeah. play themselves out there where we would have just gone through. Yeah. 38 minutes on the clock. Lee, Lee Gregory concedes a free kick to be a, a set piece now for Norwich, about halfway inside the, the uh, middle half. Half lofted into the middle. That's another off the woodwork. It's allowed goal. <coughs> Nashed home from close. It's in the hit of woodwork, I think. Harry. I think it's offside. The original ball in was offside. He'd already put his flag up before the, uh, the bar. So no goal. Lines dodge a bullet for 89 minutes. Ball bouncing around on the, the edge of the middle penalty. It's this nervy stuff as we come towards the. 43rd minute, Norwich in possession. Ball across the box to no one. The 17 from distance, that's a shot wide of the right post. Harmless enough, 43 and a half minutes. Exactly what happened last season. The tactics were sitting behind the ball, aren't we? I mean, Norwich a lot of, lot of possession, a lot of passing. Um, passing around the edge of our penalty here with, with the banks of, uh, of blue shirts in front of them. So far, so good. Half time! Lions leading it 1 0. Not a bad performance, Harry. That's, that's, that's on point. That's what I would have wanted. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not saying anything. Um, we've been in this position. I've been here on January, New Year's Day this year. Too many times. Uh, yeah, yeah. And uh, at Leeds with you, and you said it, it was all over. <laughs> and I don't want to go through that again. So we're playing all right, but it's still setting off. Big job in the second half. One nil half time. Achtung, Milbay. 
LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Normally, being a little extra can be a bit much. But when it comes to healthcare, it pays to be extra. And United Healthcare makes it easy with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they supplement your primary plan, helping you manage out-of-pocket costs without the usual requirements and restrictions like deductibles and enrollment periods. So when it comes to covering your medical bills, you can feel good about being a little extra. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Burroughs Furniture is built for the way you live. From ensuring easy assembly and disassembly to honoring highly requested new colors for their award-winning seating, they always have their customers in mind. Their modular seating is made out of durable materials to last and grow with you. And with Burrow, you always get fast, free shipping. Get up to 60% off during Burrow's Memorial Day sale at burrow.com slash ACAST. That's burrow.com slash ACAST. Burrow.com slash ACAST. Teams back out for the second half, dear listeners. No changes to my eye. Big second half coming up. First away win on the table of the season. Don't fucking say that. On the table. At stake. To be fought for. The Lions will be attacking the Regency security stand in the second half, which is the... Uh, what a lovely stand, though. And off we jolly well go, dear listeners. Norwich City celebrity fans, Stephen Fry, noted wit and playwright and staff stage and screen. Uh, Delia Smith was my mum's hero, heroine, and she did that Let's Be Having You business. My mum thought that was fantastic. My dear old mum, she's no longer with us, but I know you loved it, mum. So here we are today, Delia, she, that's for you. I think she idolised Delia. That's hacked behind for Norwich corner straight from kickoff. Left uh, right sided corner for Norwich. Little moments, panic stations there. Ten's going to take on the right side, down below us. In it comes, near post ball. That was bravely in by the striker. That uh, hoof clear by Murray. Murray Wallace. Scottish firm of solicitors. Murray Wallace. Conveyancing done cheap. Ed Balls. Strictly come dancing politician. Norwich City fan. Can't think of any others off the top of my head. Here they come again, dear listeners. Down the left side, ball into box. That's Brennan. 22 lashes home from close from 48 minutes. Move down the left side. Cut back across into the path of the forward. Lashed in. Um, simple goal. One all. Might be a long second half to come, Harry. 22, Timo Puki. Timo Puki. Yeah, it's coming down the left again. Free kick on the edge of the penalty. I didn't see that. I heard someone's got tripped. Norwich free kick in a very dangerous position. Just on the left side of the D in the yellow card shown there to Sean Hutchinson lines up against it there listeners 15 minutes on the clock that's their uh, their team song on the ball city written by J.R. Hartley uh, when he was out fishing one morning in 1913 ahead of the first world war there goes the 18 oh he runs over as the Compatriot who blasts it straight into the mill wall. Norwich free kick on the left. And the Lions need to stay switched on a bit sluggish coming out the uh, right there. It's gone for a goal. Corner. 
left side of corner line's very much on the rack at the moment free kick what was that for? Uh, this is as good as Martin free kick on the left Mark corner 52 minutes floodlights illuminating the pitch as the sky darkens beautiful sunny afternoon earlier on but now darkening clouds gathering and it comes from the left side that's over everybody's head can go for a goal kick dear listeners 52 and a half minutes Elliot Stones look a little bit forlorn there. Ball falls there, didn't get anywhere close to that. It's been well marshaled by the number five for Norwich. Here they come again, ball down the middle to 22. The right hand ball, Murray Wallace, penalty given. 56 minutes. It's that ball, but it's not handball if you are. I mean, he's hit his hand. He's hit his hand rather than he's moved to the ball. It's a shot again. It's that bullshit fucking handball rule that was in the World Cup where no one fucking knows the rules. Anyway, whatever. 56 minutes, coming 57. 22 is going to take. Here we go. 57 minutes, a little bit of... Um, conference between Hutchinson about the uh, inability of Wallace to, to actually uh, influence that handball but the referee's having none of it so it's a penalty here we go Brings the uh, corner in, it's a header. Wide left. Little dodge another bullet. Ben Amos, take a bow. Take a bow, Ben Amos. It's a shit penalty, but take a bow. Penalty's a penalty. You saved one, you're, you're the hero. He's giving a bit of verbals to the Norwich fans. He's moving into cold spaces here, Harry. Yeah, I like Ben Amos now. <laughs> I'll take back everything about not making the save. Top, trying to find Lee Gregory. This is uh, Wallace on the right side. He wins the ball there. 50, 59 minutes looming. Falls in. Chips away by 27. Time for you. Soon, soon. I think. I think Elliot's looking a little bit lost out there. I mean, you know, little jokes aside, he's he's, he's, he's scored a goal, but uh, he's not doing much for me at the moment. I think it is time for Steve Morrison very very soon. Half an hour to go. 30, 31 minutes. 62 minutes. There's a kerfuffle with a photographer down in front of us. Not quite sure what it's Is he taking pictures of fans or something? It's like an official press photographer. There was a, uh, a kerfuffle earlier on, and now he's surrounded by stewards and coppers, akin to, to have, you know, remove yourself from the premises type of stances. Um, meanwhile, Lee Gregory does well to win the ball from the 17. And now he is being escorted from the, from the premises. Goalkeeper, the, the photographer's putting up some resistance. It's a most bizarre sight, Harry. Yeah. A full press photographer with, with lens, resisting arrest. He's refusing to go. Being dragged off by three coppers, a steward and, and a man in a suit with his, with his telephone lens. He must have been taking pictures of people, Dan. I don't know why he would generate that amount of hostility. He's straight out. He's, he's, he's resisting as well all the way. <laughs> it was like Mr. Average, Mr. Press Photographer. I've never seen anything quite like that before in I my football career. I've seen photos of Norwich fans because they joined in with the, uh, 
with the abuse as he was leaving as well I th- very strange I can't see how he's got that amount of hostility for taking pictures of Norwich players he's a press photographer no no they're fans their fans were giving him maybe when something kicked off right. after the, the, the fans were giving him some earlier on but anyway maybe that'll come out on the internet message boards I don't know to the football 64 minutes Norwich are on the attack here that's nicely done by Conor McLaughlin on the right side there quality of some of our tackles though has been very good they're a decent team Norwich 64 minutes but we're holding on still See, uh, one all Harris just kicked a bottle of water in frustration here they come again down the left ball back into the penalty and we will clear this after a fashion Tom Elliott takes and turn there just overruns it draws a free kick 27 clatters into him no he's, he's just conceded a free kick free kick for Norwich overrun it slightly and then uh, caught the man I think Norwich pressing forwards with ball out wide wide right gone for a goal kick little moments dangerous they were coming down the middle ball was uh, over hit wide right I think this is on Trey Steve Morrison Tom Elliott's going out of the game good applause He's given everything he's got to give. Um, the man has his limitations, but I like him. He's a Millwall player of the old school. Not the best, but he gives everything he's got. You can't ask for more than that, this is. Some will ask for a bit of skill too, but I'm, I'm not going to pull him up on that. 73rd minute, in comes Steve Morrison. Steve, 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 Steve Morrison. Oh, Steve, Steve, 78 minutes. Here they come again. They've kept possession since that incident. This is the 37 down in front of us. The 18 takes a shot, so that's blocked. Back to the 18. 37 across the box, that's, that's flip clear. Shot on target. 2 1. In the 10. Outside the penalty area, slammed home after a period of sustained noise pressure. That's a gutter. That is a gutter. Three half here, don't they? Sickening blow for Millwall. Um, not a possession for Norwich. Opportunity given to take the shot from the edge of the penalty and they slammed it home. Well taken goal with all, all honesty. Bad defending. That's the quality these teams seem to have. They score from outside the box. Yeah. And forwards finds Ryan Lennon inside the box. a shot oh over the bar I thought that was in Harry didn't you that's it wow I thought oh god you're on but those two poor chaps 
173 and 96. I mean, that's nothing. You can't do that as a real wallbike. You, you can't. Get to 70 if you're lucky. Here come the lines again. That's uh, moves broken down, unfortunately. One back nicely by Jed Wallace. It appears he's trying to flip the ball forwards into the path of Morrison there. Overhit, sadly. Throw out straight to Jed Wallace. He's built back on the attack. One, two, it's Jed Wallace. Stadium onto the roof of the Leo Vegas Sports Memorial stand over there. 89 minutes will be some time added on. This was a, a huge amount of delay a few moments ago, so there'll be some minutes to be added on to the proceedings. Dear listeners, lines leading 3 2 as we tick down towards the final minutes of regular time. Six minutes extra time. They keep possession. 27 now, got the ball. Lines being pushed back very deep in these periods of extra, extra time, dear listeners. From the edge of the penalty, the ball fights. He's offside. He's offside. He's offside. No, I was offside. Linesman, don't give it. Three all. Ball through the middle. How that is not offside, I don't know. I'll have to see that again. That looked miles offside to me. That ball through the middle. Found the strike inside the. Little penalty area. Now Norris is going to press falls at us. I'm making it probably about another minute or so, maybe a touch more of uh, this extra time that's been awarded. A right-sided corner for the Lions. Sean Williams on the ball. Meredith from McLaughlin back. No one from Norwich forward. In comes the ball towards Jake Cooper. Falls to Sean Hutchinson as a, a pushing, conceded free kick. That makes sense. Here come Norwich pressing forwards. Last few seconds of the game, I think. Through the middle, four three. Lines players destroy on the pitch. Absolutely gutted. Ball down the left hand side. Put their feet through. Trickles into the net for four three. Merch. Referee stole that from us doing this, even at the last, he wouldn't let out uh, the ball to run through to Ryan for one last shot. He calls that quits, 4-3 Norwich. Real sense of having that stolen from us, Harry. Um, decision for the offside for me is critical. Decision for the offside is first in thing. The, the penalty decision. But I'd like to make it very clear, we will play very, very well yeah. when against the side that will be there or they're about to see in the yeah. season and take nothing away from it. We will perform this corner of the cliche, but there we are.
Steve Morrison leads the applause for the Mills. The players, they've given everything to us today. You cannot argue uh, that they should be more. That was a magnificent world performance. Big thank you, Larry, for the live coverage. No worries, mate. See you on the last point soon. We'll be back after these messages. The Lucas Ball Report. Full time here at Carrow Road and it's finished Norwich 4, Millwall 3. Well, a game that sparked into life in the last 15, 20 minutes really. Before that, it had been a decent game. Um, you know, a few good chances for both sides and a couple of penalty shouts and the likes. But, um, you know, nothing like that last 15 minutes where we had, what, I think four or five goals. One very late on for Norwich, one that was arguably offside. And, but not, we're not sure on that yet. We haven't had a chance to look back at it. Townsend Mills' performance is a good performance. Um, got the ball down a lot more, played on the floor, played some nice stuff, and, and they battled hard to get themselves back in the game after going behind. Ben Amos saved another penalty. I think that's his third or fourth penalty save of the season, if you include the uh, Carabao Cup one against Gillingham. So, yeah, I mean, there's not too much to complain about for Mill, really, other than a couple, maybe a couple of decisions. Maybe could have had a penalty first half that could have put them tuning up. Does that change the game completely? Possibly, but you know Norwich were dominating until they got the equaliser, and then the game became a bit more open. And obviously, in the end, you know Mill got themselves back in the lead towards the end of the game, but conceded twice late on to give Norwich the three points. On another day, that's enough to get them the win. But so frustrating for Mill. First time to score three goals on the road since January the 20th. Not very often you do that, and still lose. Two weeks now till the next game against Bolton at home where uh, Jordan Archer will be back in goal, we think. Ben Amos unlikely to be available given he's on loan from Bolton. So, you know, you'll all have your own thoughts on that. So, come on, you lions. It's actually a Sunday afternoon nightmare, dear listeners. Um, cold light of day after yesterday's uh, gut-wrenching result. I, I, I must admit, as I left the stadium at Carrow Road yesterday, I felt really, um, I don't know about despondent, gutted. Uh, we, we, we'd shown a lot of character in that match yesterday, and it's it's quite disheartening to read some of the comments online about the performance yesterday from often from people who weren't actually there and I, 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 I I've been picked up a couple of times by people telling me about online on Twitter about um, you know the uh, this that and the other giving up results late in the game and yes we all know that but anyone that had been there in Carrow Road 1400 of us made the journey up I think anyone that watched it would have felt a real sense of loss because that result was um, stolen from us. Um, I'm just watching the goals back here at home today on the on the iPad. Um, the the third equalising goal. Um, the angle of the camera is not easy to tell. He looks forward of the Norwich forward looks ahead of Jake Cooper as the ball is played in real time. As you will have heard from the stream of consciousness, I called it offside. Everyone around me called it offside. I know we're all biased and this is hardly an impartial 
jury, the, the Millwall travelling support, but in real time it looked offside. That was my first inclination. Watching the TV replay, I, I know it's a, a YouTube clip, the angle isn't you know, anything other than the halfway line camera, you can just about not tell, but it does look strongly to me like he was ahead of Jake Cooper as the ball is played. So the result was stolen from us. People are giving me, you know, jip online about um, take off your blinkers, one chap said, um, about the Neil Harris, uh, you know, the, the, the quality of Neil Harris as a manager. Another chap said we, we're giving up too many results late in the game, and, and that's that's true. But I do want to point out to everyone that the critical goal there was that equalising goal. I think if Norwich hadn't got that, then they wouldn't have pushed on in the way they did to, to nick it in the last, almost the last kick of the match. So, yeah, it's easy to you know to say what the performance was when you haven't seen it. But that performance was a stirring Millwall fighting performance with flaws, with faults. You know, we mentioned in in, in game time, Tom Elliott is not a a striker of quality. He will give you everything. He did give us everything yesterday. He came over and got applause from the crowd. There's a there's a certain kind of humorous quality to to that. We all know that. But the man does give everything he's got to give. And I think that's a real moral quality. We're in a tough division. We're up against a tough team yesterday. Daniel Farker, the uh, great name. Daniel Farker, what a great name. I mean, the, the jokes write themselves, incidentally, don't they? But Daniel Farker, the the Farker, the, uh, the Norwich manager, protege of Jurgen Klopp at the Borussia Dortmund. The team were comprised of various continental players, not top draw, but pretty good, better than we can afford. They've got Ben Marshall on 27 grand a week, sitting on the bench, didn't feature in yesterday's game at all. Um, as we know, we would have given our right arm for Ben Marshall following last season's exploits. So I think a, a sense of perspective is needed. It's Millwall, so we don't really do perspective, do we, dear listener? But a sense of perspective is needed, given that our million-pound signing, Tom Bradshaw, seems to have done his knee in training, out for the season now. That's a gutty blow. We're going to have to try and recall our, our resources from the loan uh, clubs, Ben Thompson, I'm thinking of immediately. Um and try and do our best with what we've got, unless, unless there's more money to be, to be, uh, you know, to be to, to be submitted from John Berylson. I don't know how much of the eight million pound from George Savile's transfer is left over, but we 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 are in need of um, reinforcements because scratch our first eleven. Our first eleven go past Jed Wallace doesn't really have an awful lot of quality within it. Sad to say. But I'm going to review the goals. Opening goal from Tom Elliott was a standard long ball punt forward, you'd have seen this on the YouTube, I'm telling you nothing you don't know already, nodded home from Jake Cooper's head, back by Tom Elliott, who put himself in the mix, and I, you know, I, I've, got a, I've got a sneaking kind of affection for Tom Elliott, he's, he gets plenty of shit, doesn't he, from the Mill support, um, but he's also increasing, they're getting the applause too, that's that's good to, good to see, the, the Norwich disallowed goal, yes, we rode our luck, so I can't see anything wrong with that in, in the replay, um, there's a header from the you know, near, the, near the, the line of the penalty area, back hits the post and falls to a Norwich striker who lashes home very well from close range. I can't actually see anything wrong with that yet. It was disallowed by the rather incompetent referee. Let's be honest, I, I suppose incompetence balances itself out. I'm sure there's some kind of philosophical Murphy's Law style point in there somewhere. In incompetence, a balance of incompetence by the referee. So we dodged the bullet there. Um, as far as the... Norwich equaliser goes, 
Nice move. Nice move down the left. Quality shows, dear listeners. They've got more money than we have, and it did show there. The penalty, I'm watching again the cold light of day. It hits Murray Wallace's hand, and we'd have been screaming, screaming. That's a Dutch version of screaming. Screaming for a penalty, if that had been at our end. So I can't really complain at the decision. A um, lot of controversy about me in the away section yesterday, whether it was a penalty. I'm looking at it now. I can't really argue with it. It does, it does strike his hand. A shot on goal hits his hand and it doesn't hit the goal or, or hit the target. So, you know, we'd have been howling for that if it had been at our end of the pitch. Penalties awarded. It's a poor penalty in all fairness. It's just 22, I think, takes it down low. And, and Ben Amos, who did fantastically well yesterday and was also giving some verbals to the Norwich crowd, Millwall style, did well to save that. The, the equalising goal... Uh, sorry, not the equalising goal. I'm rabbiting on about the the goal to go ahead to one lashed in from the edge of the penalty area. Um, time and space given to the forward to to do so. Could argue that uh, I believe it's Ryan Leonard could have closed him down a touch quicker. But if you give players time and space at this level on the edge of the penalty, they will punish you. And we got punished, dear listeners, unfortunately. So there it was, 2-1. I must admit, I thought that at that point the game was up. But then what immense character, what bottle, what Millwall fight, what more do you want than to get a flick header on and Ryan Leonard running through George Savile style to clip home for two each, sending us balmy. Then a poor throw out from, from the Norwich goalkeeper. They, they were not averse to making errors and mistakes. Nice little one-two Jed to Steve Morrison and it's suddenly it's 3-2. And obviously, as you all have heard, mayhem time. Um... That pass, even as I'm watching it again to you now for three each, looks offside. I can't, I'm not going to change my view on that. It looks offside in real time. It looks offside on the um, replay. And then the final four, three, one, two down the middle. Could I, Amos have done a little bit better? Possibly, but he'd done very well for us earlier on in the game. So, you know, you have to you have to take these knocks as it comes. I think there's momentum, that, that, that fifth, 13th man, Referee plus the, the momentum, the, the 13th player for Norwich did that. Um, there we are, gutting result. I must admit I drove home last night with a right hump on the back end of that. It was, I thought we had a Leeds away on our hands, a spark that would um, you know ignite the season. And it said it was plucked away from us at the last moment. So yeah, we've got to take the positives from that performance. There were positives. Anyone that's telling you there were no positives are deluded, dear listeners. A few post-match tweets, so I'm not going to overdo these. You'll have read it all already. I've got nothing new to say to you. I don't even know why you're listening to my show, dear listeners. Um, Jake Sanders reports a rather odd, um, pressurised comment, I think, by Bomber. Um, He says he's extremely disappointed with the lack of professionalism away from home. We've conceded two goals that my daughter, who's six years old, plays under sevens, and she would have been disappointed with that. I know where you're coming from, Neil. I feel your pain too. We all did. We all do. And I want to defend you. I'm not sure I can defend that comment. It's comes from a, uh, it's coming from temper. And in the moment, you know, things can be said. I'm not sure that's going to be the kind of thing that we're looking for. That that worries me. If I'm going to be honest, more than the substitutions, people are going on about the, the poor substitution choices made by Neil Harris yesterday. Um, maybe, maybe not. I... I we're trying to defend a lead. We can't defend a lead. I think well, the best way we defend is to is to, to attack. That's our strength. 
anyway. We were trying to nick the when the, uh, the 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 fourth goal went in. We were actually at a corner, if memory serves. So we were trying to win the game, which is to Neil's credit. But I'm not sure about comments like that. It's um, it's like opening the door to the dressing room, and we shouldn't be seeing into the inner sanctum, dear listeners. AWOL. 27 says some of Harris's decision making and his tactics infuriates me. I'm with you there, AWOL. As much as the next person, but people calling him a cunt, get a grip of yourselves. You are an unloyal bunch of slags. I think I back that as well. I second that emotion. Jack Clark refers to an amusing moment which we, we feature in, in the stream. And that, on another note, says Jack, an amusing moment of the day goes to when we got a photographer, Nick, for winding us up when Norwich scored. Apparently starting taking pictures of us, including children, I hear, giving us the finger. What a weird, perverted bloke, says Jack. And there was a picture attached to that of the man resisting arrest being dragged out of the of the stadium. Uh, Tents, seven, fair play Millwall. Played their part in a wicked late atmosphere. I do like them as a club. He must be a Norwich fan. Wouldn't want to share remembrance though with any other club. Proper fans, you'll be fine this year. P.S. If Gregory's contract is up, can we have him? I think that, that may be a factor come uh, January. But with uh, Tom Bradshaw now sadly injured, we're going to have to think hard on what we do with Lee Gregory. Um, money may have to be parted with John Berrelson. I don't like this chant, Jake Sanders reports. I don't like it in real time. I said that in the stream. We're winning away. How shit must you be? We're winning away. I don't like that. And I speak against it on the courtesy of my own show, dear listeners. Play DJ is getting really bored of Harris's repetitive post-match comments. Same thing every game, digging out players and comparing them to his daughter seems stupid he says, I agree with that play, what he mentioned that mate, big mention to the Mill support, 1400, made it up to Norwich yesterday, fantastic support, you'd have heard it in the live stream uh, we have a very loyal away day following uh, the team actually deserved that support yesterday, they, 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 they stepped up to the plate, I understand they didn't do so much at Brentford, wasn't there for that so I won't comment, so any listeners Listening to this piece, take note, I don't comment about the Brentford game because I wasn't there. I think that's enough from me for one week, dear listeners. Thank you for listening. Tune in to Love Sport. Wednesday night next week, 8.30 till 10, one-off week. And tune in to the next edition of Akadong Mill, which will be after the international break, the cursed international break. Arriva Dirty Mill. Thank you all very much. You've been listening to Octoon Millwall, the CBL Magazine podcast. That's the Millwall News this week, and we are out of here. deserves the best and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings. From premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market.
Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com.